Section 39 of Young Folks Bible by Josephine Pollard. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 19 Jesus Leaves the Grave, Appears to Mary, Stephen Stoned, Paul's Life and Death. On the first day of the week, as soon as it was light, three women, friends of Jesus, came to the tomb with the gums and spice they used to lay out their dead and they said as they went who shall roll the stone away from the door of the tomb and lo when they came near they found that the great stone had been rolled away and when they went in the tomb they saw an angel clothed in a long white robe and they shook with fear he said to them have no fear ye seek jesus who was put to death on the cross he is not here though this is the place where they laid him go tell his friends that he has risen from the dead and bid them go to galilee where they shall see him two of the women from the tomb with fear and yet with joy ran to tell the good news but mary magdalene stood outside the tomb and wept and as she stooped down and looked in the tomb she saw two angels in white the one at the head and the other at the foot of the place where jesus had lain and they said to her why dost thou weep she said because they have taken my lord away and i know not where they have laid him and when she had thus said she drew back and saw that jesus stood near yet knew not that it was he jesus said to her mary she turned and said to him master jesus said touch me not for i have not yet gone up to my father but go tell the brethren what thou hast seen and heard and mary told them that she had seen the lord and all that he had said to her and jesus was seen two or three times on the earth after his death and he came and spoke to those who were to teach and preach as he had taught them but thomas was not with the rest when the lord came and when they told him that they had seen the lord he said i doubt it but if i shall see in his hands the marks of the nails and thrust my hand in the wound the spear made in his side, then shall I know that it is he. In eight days these friends met in a room to talk and pray. Thomas was with them, and the door was shut. Then came Jesus and stood in their midst and said, Peace unto you. Then said he to Thomas, Reach here and touch my hands, and put thy hand in my side, and doubt no more that I have risen from the dead. When Thomas heard his voice, and knew that it was Jesus, he said, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because thou hast seen me, thou hast faith in me. Blessed are they that have not seen me, and yet put their trust in me at the end of five weeks 
he met with these friends at Jerusalem, and when he had had a talk with them, he led them out as far as Bethany, and he raised his hands and blessed them. And as he stood thus, he went up in a cloud out of their sight. When the day of Pentecost, or harvest feast, had come, Peter and the rest of those whom Jesus had taught were all in one place. And all at once there came the great rush of a strong wind that filled the room where they were, and tongues of fire came down on each one of them, and their hearts were filled with a strange power, and they spoke all tongues. And there were men there from all parts of the east, and when they heard these men of Galilee speak in their own tongues of the works of God, they were in amaze. And some said, These men are full of new wine. But Peter stood up and said the men were not drunk, but that this strange gift of speech was one of the signs that God had told the Jews that he would send on the earth. And Peter preached so well to the crowd that not a few left the ranks of sin and gave their hearts to Christ and to good works. From that time, those who had been in the school in which Jesus taught while on earth went out to teach and preach the good news. They gave alms to the poor, healed the sick, and did all the good that they could. One of them, named Stephen, stood up to preach and to tell the Jews what God had done for them, and to try to make them give up their sins. He spoke in plain words and said, The Jews of old put to death those who were sent to tell them that Jesus was to come, and now you have slain the just one himself. When the Jews heard this, they were full of rage, and gnashed their teeth at him like wild beasts. But he raised his eyes to the sky and saw a great light there, and he said, I see Jesus on the right hand of God. Then they cried out with a loud voice and stopped their ears so that they could not hear his words, and they brought him out of the town and stoned him. And Stephen knelt down and asked God to forgive them for this sin, and then he died. The men who threw the stones at Stephen took off their cloaks that they might have the free use of their arms and laid them at the feet of a young man named Saul. Now Saul had done much harm to the good cause and was in a great rage with those who were friends of Jesus and taught his truths. So he went to the high priest at Jerusalem and asked to be sent to Damascus, that if he found friends of Jesus there, he might bind them with cords and bring them back to Jerusalem. And the high priest gave him notes to those who had charge of the churches in Damascus, and he set out for that place. But when he came near the town, there shone round him a great light, and he was in such fear that he fell to the ground. And a voice said to him, Saul, Saul, why dost thou hate me and hunt me down? Saul said, Who art thou, Lord? The voice said, 
I am Jesus, whom thou dost use so ill. Then Saul shook with fear and said, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? The Lord said, Rise and go into the town, and it shall be shown thee what thou must do. And the men who were with him stood dazed and dumb, for they heard the voice, but could see no man. When Saul rose from the earth, he could not see, for the light had made him blind. And those who were with him led him by the hand into Damascus. And for three days he had no sight, and he could not eat nor drink. But God sent Ananias, a good man, to touch his eyes, and his sight and his strength came back, and his heart was changed, and there was no man who could preach as Paul did, by which name he was now known. For a while he went with Barnabas. Then he took Silas with him, and they made both friends and foes. The Jews at Philippi found fault with them, beat them, and put them in jail, and bade the jailer keep them safe. So he made their feet fast in the stocks, which were great blocks of wood with holes in them. At midnight Paul and Silas prayed, and those in the jail heard them. Then all at once there came a great earthquake, which shook the jail, and the doors flew open, and the chains fell from those who were bound. The jailer woke from his sleep, and when he saw that not a door was shut, he feared he would be put to death if those in the jail had fled. So he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul cried to him with a loud voice, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. Then the jailer brought a light and came to the cell where Paul and Silas were, and he knelt there and cried out, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. That same hour of the night the jailer took Paul and Silas and washed their wounds and brought them food, and his heart was full of joy, for he and all in his house were made Christians, and God would forgive their past sins. The next morn the chief men at Philippi sent word to the jailer to let those men go, for the Jews found they had no right to beat Paul, and they feared the law and begged him to leave the town. Paul went to Athens, the chief town of Greece, which was full of false gods to whom altars had been built. But there was one altar on which were the words, To the unknown God. Those who built it felt that there was one God of whom they had not been taught, and this altar was for him. Paul taught in Athens both indoors and outdoors. And when the wise men heard that he told of Jesus, and that we were all to rise from the dead, they brought him to Mars Hill, where the chief court was held. And they said to him, Tell us now what the good news is. 
for thou dost speak strange words and we would like to know what they mean paul told them there was but one true god and they must serve him and give up their sins and put their trust in jesus and they would all be saved at the last day then paul went to corinth where he spent some time at the end of some years he came back to jerusalem and the lord's friends met him and were glad to see his face once more and he told them where he had been and how god had helped him and paul went up to the church and while he was there some jews from asia saw him and took hold of him and cried out men of israel help us this is the man who has taught that we were not to do as moses told us nor to come here to pay our vows and he has brought with him gentiles whom it is a crime to let come into our church soon all the town was in an uproar and paul was brought into the church and the gates that led to the courts were all shut as they were about to kill him some one went and told the chief who had charge of a band of roman troops and dwelt near the great church to guard it and he and some of his men ran down in the midst of the crowd who as soon as they saw them ceased to beat paul the chief took paul from them and had him bound with chains and asked who he was and what he had done some cried this and some that and no one could tell just what they said and the chief led him off to his own house to save paul's life and the mob brought up the rear and cried out away with him kill him the next day the chief let paul go and sent him to felix who ruled in judea and here he was shut up in jail and was there for two years or more he told them who he was and why he had gone to jerusalem and said he had done no wrong that he knew of though some might say it was wrong for him to preach that the dead should rise from their graves at the last day felix sent the jews off and bade the jailer let paul walk in and out as he chose and to see all the friends who might call he was there for two years and at the end of that time festus took felix's place at last he was sent to rome to be tried before the caesar while on the sea a fierce wind sprang up and beat the ship so that the men could not steer and they were in great fear lest they should drown but paul told them not to fear for though the ship might be a wreck there would be no loss of life at the end of two weeks the ship struck the isle of malta and the men swam to the shore on bits of boards paul stayed here for three months and then went to rome where he dwelt for two years or more and taught men to trust in the lord and to do right we are not told when or how he died End of section 39